Welcome to Inside Four, uh, episode four of Inside the Nest. Tyson Geik here. Really appreciate you tuning in to another episode here with us. We've got a big episode today, and it's got some really fun ties. And what do I mean by that? We're going to get that in just a little bit. But first, I'd like to give a warm welcome to my first guest, Thunderbirds forward Ryan Binesh. Welcome, Benny. Thanks for having me. So fun fact here, Benny and I both played for the Kitchener-Waterloo Braves in junior, um, but here's the thing. Benny had 195 times the goals that I did in that uniform, and uh, that's no exaggeration. Benny, you're, you're quite the legend there with the KW Braves. Yeah, I mean, played there for a few years, right? So, you know, it uh, was definitely a great experience, you know, playing for my hometown and, and uh, you know, one year um wearing the C for the team so uh it's definitely you know some of my fonder memories in lacrosse for sure well definitely a shame that we didn't play at the same time but i did have the chance to play with your brother eric so quick shout out to him here's a here's the one clear picture that i've got uh of me in that uniform uh but we'll get on to the serious stuff though how have you been as of late how have you been keeping in the off season uh what's new i see there's some big changes in your life as of late yeah, um, I got married in October, uh, October 17th to be exact. Um, no coincidence to my lacrosse number at all. Um, and, you know, everything's been good. We've uh, unfortunately been, you know, on lockdown and the whole COVID stuff going on. But uh, we've managed to keep our uh, keep keep busy and, you know, do things that, uh, you know, that uh, make keep us active. And, uh, you know, just kind of going with the flow right now. We do have some footage here of that nice. fateful day, some some beautiful clips, and yeah. I uh, was doing some digging on social media. I actually found a, a pretty funny, I don't know, I don't want to call it a chirp from one of your teammates, but Jake Weathers kind of weighed in on your Instagram saying, oh my God, so cute, and uh, and I got a good chuckle out of that. <laughs> so there it is up on the screen. Uh, oh, yeah. so, I, so Benny, let's... let's Let's get to the lacrosse talk now. Uh, I won't trouble you with that stuff uh, too much more. But um, you know, prior to suiting up with the Halifax Thunderbirds, had you ever been to the East Coast? Never, no. Never even dreamed about going. There. Never. Wow. Okay, so you've called seven different cities in the National Lacrosse League home over your career. How does Halifax compare? What was your first impression of the city, the, the fan base, and, and the entire experience? It was top-notch. I mean, the way that the city bought into our team and bought into the game lacrosse was unbelievable. Um, you know, right from day one, we had the, the purple and orange scrimmage there, and I can't remember exactly how many fans there, but the building was packed, and the, and the fans were loud, and, you know, they're just they're great they've latched on so well and uh you know they're passionate and that's the things that we need uh in order for you know to be successful on the floor um we need that fan base to to have our back you know to cheer loud and, and pump us up when you know things are going bad or good well things definitely going well for the team an eight and four record you led the north division uh, lots of positives you could feel that there's just something special that is happening with this team in your opinion what is it that's going right in, in the locker room and on the floor we're just a big family it, 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 that's the easiest way to explain it man um 
you know, everybody's bought into their role or, uh, you know, wh whatever it may be. Um, and there's no clicks. We all, we all hang out together as a, as a team, you know, um, we have fun, we, we laugh, we joke. Um, it's just a, a close knit group of guys that enjoy playing lacrosse together. Now, you know, you can kind of reflect on the good times and the good things that was happening for the team and the organization. But if you, you sit back and you reflect a little bit more, how is it that you feel that this team can improve? And is there any areas that you feel that you might be able to clean up? I th You know what? I, I think we're pretty solid, to be honest with you. Uh, we got great um, coaches. You know, we've got a great owner in Kurt who's very passionate about lacrosse and about winning. Um, you know, our coaches are top notch. They all played the game. They're passionate, um, you know, and we've made some pretty good, uh, pickups there in the off season, uh, getting Tyson Bell and David Brock, you know, two stud defenders that are going to help out big time. And, you know, up front, we're pretty solid. Um, everybody can score at any time. So we're a pretty well-rounded team. Um, we just gotta, you know, just stick to those, uh, those little things, those principles that our coaching staff and, um, you know, coaches have had this for us. I think we'll just be successful from there. A player that you didn't mention who was added in the offseason is Steph LeBlanc. He'll be on that uh, left side along you. Are, are you quite familiar with this guy after having played against him for a number of years in the National Lacrosse League? Yeah, Whitey, uh, you know, he's a great player, and I'm excited to have him on uh, on our side, especially on the left side. Um, I played with him uh, for Team Canada uh, a few years ago. And, uh, you know, his game is kind of similar to mine. We both like to crash and bang and get to the middle. And uh, we're not afraid to shoot our shot or, or set picks when needed. So I'm excited to have him. I think he's going to help balance out our offense really well. Benny, you've played 14 seasons in the National Lacrosse League. You're one of the active all-time leading scorers. Uh, you've played with some legends in your career. Now, what is it that you look to teach the younger players uh, on your team, you know, as they come up and kind of develop in this league and, and with your team? You know, I just like to tell them, you know, don't take anything for granted because this league is so fine. Um, you could be in and out in a matter of weeks. And, you know, you have to come hungry and wanting to be successful every practice, every game or you're just going to get chewed up and spit out. Um, that's, you know, the, the sad reality of our league. But, you know, that makes for good competition. And, you know, a guy like me, he's played 14 years. I, I, I can't take any days off myself. Um, I got to stay hungry. I got to, you know, do what I have to do to, to even have a spot in the lineup with, you know, all the young kids that are coming up. They're so talented and so athletic. Um, you know, it, it's... It's tough. It's definitely tough, um, but it's something that I, I look forward to challenging myself to do. Now, after those 14 seasons in the league, you're still searching for your first NLL title. Just how hungry are you for that championship? And um, what would it mean to you to walk away with the title uh, when you do, you know, finally put an end to your career? That would mean everything, honestly. That would mean everything to me. Um, I've won a bunch of different championships, you know, a man cup, a president's cup. I've won with team Canada. Um, and yeah, like you said, the NLL is the one that's eluded me, but uh, you know, it's the, the one that I want the most. So 
Um, I'm just, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get that championship. I, I don't care if I play or sit on the bench or whatever I got to do, I'm going to do it. And, you know, once I finally get that, you know, I, I think I'd, I'd be happy with, uh, you know, calling it a career even. Now I see that you've moved on to a new house. I was at your last house. You had a pretty amazing man cave down there. Have you set up something similar and maybe, maybe a home gym that you've been training at in the off season? Yeah, uh, no man cave yet, but uh, we've got some some gym equipment downstairs. I bought a squat rack and treadmill, uh, rower, elliptical, and I got a spin bike. And then I was fortunate enough even to uh, pick up a infrared sauna off a guy from work for a hundred bucks on a cross stick. So I even have the old sauna to to go in there and sweat a little bit extra. Uh, it's the best feeling after uh, a little bit of training, get that sweat on. Um, speaking of sweating, let's bring in our next guest here. I don't know if that's a wow. good segue, but we're going to do it anyways. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He's, he's uh, a, a big team guy, makes us all sweat when he comes on air because, uh, you know, he's got quite the fashion sense. 20 goals for this guy, 29 assists in his 51 games played in his playing career for Rochester, Anaheim, Minnesota, Edmonton. But he's moved on to become one of the top lacrosse analysts in the game today. Welcome to our next uh, guest here, Teddy Jenner. Thanks for joining us, man. Tice, Benny, how are we, lads? Good to be here. I can't believe uh, I was a point to guy, point to game guy in the NLL. What a, what, what a legendary career. <laughs> it really was. No, we were talking before we kind of came on air here about the fact that you two have just missed each other with a handful of different organizations. And then you kind of, I guess you cross paths or you work together in Colorado, right? With you being up in the booth. But uh, the first was Edmonton, Minnesota, and then Victoria, where you had just missed each other. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of the way that the lacrosse world works as as a a player. You, You kind of bounce around and Oftentimes you, you get familiar with some of these guys and then they start pulling you to, to different locations and different teams. And um, I've been very you know, fortunate to watch Benny's career unfold. Um, that picture of him in the K-Dub jersey, I remember the, the photo shoot he did with Paul Tutka for Lax Mag when he was doing that. Like that that's when we first saw the, the star of Ryan Benesh and, and I've just been a, a real treat to watch him grow. And um, yeah, we've... Uh, We've been around the league together, but uh, never on the same team. But uh, it was awesome calling games of his in Colorado. And uh, I'm super thrilled that he's having the success that he is in in Halifax. But it's just been a a wicked journey. And uh, the lacrosse family is one that that never gets old. Uh, I'm so happy to be here talking lacrosse. It's uh, been quite a year. Now, Benny, I don't want to keep you on here too long. We will let you go. We really appreciate you jumping on here on uh, episode four of Inside the Nest. Great to have you. Really looking forward to seeing what you do with the club in the 2021 season. Uh, expect big things from you, bro. I expect big things from from myself and you know from the team as well. Uh, like I said, I think we're built pretty pretty well. I think we're we're ready to make a push for uh, that NLL championship. Good stuff, Benny. All the best. Take care. Thanks, buddy. Teddy, you're up. You're on the hot seat here. Got some Let's some tough it, questions for you. We, we chatted on the phone today. You said you said just you know surprise me. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. I don't think I don't we, think we spoke those were my words. I don't think those oh, were my words. No. 
No, I, I think it's I some, said something I'm like open that. to talk about anything. I don't think I said surprise but me, I, but I've got the transcript right here. Okay. Right, okay. It. So eight, eight and four record for the Halifax Thunderbirds uh, last cool. season. One of the most impressive teams in the league. They were extremely exciting to watch. Um, what do you think was going right for this team after having watched them, you know, in their inaugural season? Uh, you know what? I really think that it was, you know, kind of like Benny said, it was a group of guys that really came together um, as one big unit. Obviously there was a lot of familiarity within that group already having come over um, as the former Rochester Nighthawk group and now the Halifax Thunderbirds. So they, they had a good starting base. And then when you added the pieces around um, and, and they brought in some key components to that group to help fill out their roles and some guys really stepped up in their young, young career in their first few years in league. I think what Micah Kersey, Billy D. Smith and Chad Culp did and what John Cotillotto did and, and Kurt Styers and what everybody behind the scenes did to make this team so comfortable in Halifax and so accepted and so accepting of Halifax uh, really went a long way. And I think they did everything right from the ground and they got their feet running and it was incredible to see how well it was accepted in Halifax, but I think more importantly, how well they did on and off the floor because it's not easy to move everything and start anew um, and then have to kind of rebuild. And I think everybody did an incredible job of just kind of keep the momentum going. And Halifax is a team that, that a lot of people should be worried about in the future because they really have a, a set path here. And they have a really good groundwork. And we saw in the draft, they didn't, you know, reach out for anybody. They didn't kind of go off the board. They get Tyson Bell, they get Ethan Riggs, and they just kind of tried to fill in some holes. I think they're really happy with where they are right now. And they feel that they are in win-now mode. So this is a group that whenever we get back to playing is definitely going to be one to be feared. I spoke with Micah Kersey on the last episode about the fact that organization or the organization and, and coaching staff are going to have some extremely difficult decisions to make both on offense and defense and the, the cuts that they may have to make heading into this year. Just how tough is that uh, and those decisions when you look at this roster? Well, just look at the guys that they've brought in, in, in Bell and Riggs and David Brock and now Steph LeBlanc. You know, those are four guys that could probably step into the roster maybe right away. Riggs may be, uh, maybe not be as ready as the other three guys, but those other three guys are, are bona fide NLL stars, and they're going to be in the roster right away. So they're going to have to really work around who is accepting the role of, you know, maybe taking a step back. You may have been the number three guy on that right or left-hand side. Maybe you drop down to number four. Maybe you're not a guy that's in every game. So I think the one cool thing that Benny said was that he doesn't care how he wins as long as he's a part of that group and can win, whether he's sitting or whether he's playing. And those are the decisions, the tough decisions players and coaches are going to have to make for Halifax when we get going again because this team is deep and ready to win now, like I said, but they're also adding pieces to make themselves even scarier. Which team do you think the Thunderbirds might have the, the toughest time with heading into the 2021 season here? I think that's a tough question to ask because we don't really know how that's going to look for a lot of teams. But I, I still think Georgia is going to be a top-running team in that Eastern Conference. But if we're just focusing on the North, I would probably say Toronto. And I, I think they match up really well against Halifax. And I think Toronto, kind of like Halifax, has some quote-unquote unfinished business. And I think they were really 
pining to get into the playoffs and make a run towards the championship because like Halifax, Toronto is in win-now mode. They have done a very good job building that defense in front of Nick Rose and adding a guy like Dan Doss to the offense has really balanced things out. So I think when you look at the North Division, Halifax has to be one of your top favorites, but I really think Toronto is a team to be worried about when we get back to going because they are a group that is, like Halifax, again, very familiar with each other. Okay, Teddy, let's have some fun. All right, I'm going to get yes. things started here, and you're going to okay. you're going to finish it. Okay, so the Halifax Thunderbirds will win the 2021 NLL title if if Warren Hill has an MVP season. Okay, well, it's short and sweet, but it makes perfect sense. I like that. If if he can play and, even better than he played last year. I think they are by far my favorites to win the title. Now, do you think that was a flash in the pan or is he the real deal? No, I, I think he is the real deal. You know, whenever you get an opportunity to, to run with the ball and be the number one guy in a situation, have your coaching staff believe in you and have all your teammates believe in you, that gives goaltenders an incredible amount of confidence. And the way that defense that Billy D. Smith has them playing in front of the Warren Hill, that's a recipe for success. So if he can continue the path that he was on last year, I really do think the Thunderbirds can win it all. Okay, Teddy, here's my last question for you. If, you know, everything works out here, am I going to see you in Halifax eating some lobster this season? Oh, yeah. Is that going to happen? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. lobster, moose heads, we're, it's all going down. I don't know how I will get there or when I will get there, but I will be there, and we will absolutely uh, get after it on some lobster because I, I, like Benny, never thought I'd ever have an opportunity to get to the Atlantic coast, but uh, this gives me a definite reason to get there. Oh, you too. So you haven't been to the East Coast yet? I've never been past Montreal. So I, I, okay. Maybe like a typical kind of West coast guy. I mean, I'm from Toronto. You're, you're from out West here, but I find that people from the West coast don't really venture that far East. And there are plenty of reasons no, to, I, yeah. I went to Halifax in, in 2018 and absolutely fell in love with the city. I've just unfortunately never had the opportunity or a reason to get out there. And the only reason I went to Montreal is because I was playing for the Nighthawks and we were player in the Montreal Express. And I was literally there for not even 48 hours and we were in and out on a shuttle bus back to Rochester. So uh, the great thing about the National Lacrosse League is it allows you to travel to different places in North America and Halifax is definitely on the list. Definitely on the list and fingers crossed that we will be seeing an NLL final there in 2021. Teddy Jenner, uh, thank you so much for joining here on episode four of Inside the Nest. Now I have to kind of throw in our final little tie because I said there were some fun ties in this episode. So the first, you know, Benny and I both played with the Kitchener-Waterloo Braves. Then we had the tie with the two of you kind of crossing paths in Colorado. And then you and I, both guys, uh, f- you know, former Mercyhurst attendees we're mercy here skies we're former reality show brothers like we have a oh, lot right. of ties my yes. man. Uh, our so, web has interweaved 
It has. It certainly has. Now, I think I should kind of maybe tell that, you know, the, the reality show story. The, the way that Teddy and I started kind of talking, and this is back in, what, 2012. It was this show yeah. called Gillette Drafted. Gillette Drafted. And I had auditioned in Toronto, and Teddy had auditioned in what? Vancouver, right? I was in Vancouver, yeah. 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 And I think we had seen each other's kind of audition tapes. And Teddy mentioned that he was a lacrosse guy. And, and I, at the time, was working with the Peterborough Lakers hosting broadcast there. And we, so we connected. And ever since, you know, we've been a part of the uh, Emerald Prestige crew. Uh, Teddy's joined the lacrosse flash. And um, it's been, uh, been years of friendship here. So pretty cool. And then Teddy actually went on to be on the show. And he was a finalist in Gillette Draft, I think, the next year, 2013. Yeah, it was uh, it was a long time process of just knocking doors down, and uh, it was an incredible experience. But it it gives you a, a pretty interesting look into the world of reality TV because you understand, you know, when you're watching those shows at home, you know, how come they're doing it that way, and that just seems so contrived. Well, it's because it is because it's all shot and edited and made for TV. So um, it kind of took the fun out of reality TV shows for me. But I, it, again, it was an incredible experience. We got to go to the baseball hall of fame and i got to go and go to new yankee stadium we were at gillette headquarters in boston it was uh absolutely phenomenal yeah really cool to watch uh that same year it's weird how it all worked out for the two of us after we had i guess been rejected that first year but i was on the Mm -hmm. the vj search for much music so we got to we got to both see the exactly the the manipulation that goes on behind the scenes with um with reality tv so quite the cool experience but teddy uh really proud of you know all of that you've accomplished and and you're doing a killer job and and again i appreciate you coming on here i I had also talked to you beforehand about the fact that uh this whole kind of webcam hosting is just a whole different beast you know i've Mm -hmm. I've done stuff on on television in front of bigger crowds but this is is just uh something that's a, a little tougher to tackle so what are your kind of secrets Oh, I, it seems so weird to be staring at a little hole in your computer and then have a big light behind it and just kind of blinding you. But I just, you know, just talk like someone's literally right in front of you. And it's the words of Joel Feld will always ring true of energy, energy, energy. And it, it rings true because if you're not having fun while you're doing it, you're not bringing the energy, it's just going to show in the product that you do. And that's what we try to do on every NLL broadcast of bringing the game to to the fans all across the league, whether it be TV or um, on BR Live or whether it's Zoom calls, I think it's just a, a great opportunity for us to show who we are, our personality, have a little bit of fun and dress the part. And, uh, you know, we get to meet with good buddies like Jamie Shuchuk. You know, Jamie's another guy that kind of followed me around uh, riding my coattails to the Edmonton <laughs> and the Victoria and, and now joining me with the Mammoth broadcast. But, uh, um, you know, it's been an absolute incredible journey and I, I can't thank the National Lacrosse enough, enough for, for bringing me on and, and having me part of, be a part of the broadcast. It's just a, an absolute dream come true. You know, I always thought, you know, being a pro lacrosse player and winning titles was the ultimate goal. But uh, now seeing what I'm doing and, and what I've accomplished, uh, there's so many more cool goals I want to accomplish. Well, again, Teddy, uh, you're doing a great job of it. And I mean, it's long overdue after years of hosting with the Off the Crossbar podcast and, and calling various lacrosse games. Uh, can't say it enough. You're doing a fantastic job. Uh, so 
Thanks for joining us. Lobster on me. When that happens, you know, it's TBD, yeah. but uh, lobster on me in Halifax. We'll, we're going to make that happen. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, by the way, the beard looks fantastic. Don't ever shave again. Listen, this is a new thing. I don't, I don't know. I, I know. just kind of let it go. I just let it go. I, I shave my face for my... For those East Coast weather and the, the wind chill, man, you're going to need that beard to protect that pretty face of yours. Yeah, it just I got a lot of rain caught in it right now here on the West Coast here in, in Vancouver. So, Rain or snow. I'll let you go. Man. I'll let you go, though, Teddy. Thanks again. Uh, Halifax Thunderbirds fans, we always give you the opportunity here to win a great Halifax Thunderbirds prize pack. All you have to do is head to halifaxthunderbirds.com slash win. And you have your chance to win. Very easy. Also, season tickets still up for grabs. Don't miss out on live action at the Nest. It is going to be one of the greatest experiences that you have in 2021. I promise you that. Head to HalifaxCenterbirds.com for more information. Next episode of Inside the Nest, that is episode five, will come two weeks from today that goes at 8 p.m atlantic 7 p.m eastern 4 p.m pacific and we have some more ties coming in that episode it's going to be a peterborough episode as we like to call it pack regwar pete dalladay um, who will join on the broadcast this coming season are going to join me on that episode we've also got colton armstrong and jake withers so it is an action-packed episode. Really look forward to chatting with those fellas. And we will see you then on episode five of Inside the Nest two weeks from now. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks to Ryan Banesh, Teddy Jenner, and our producer, John Catalano. We'll see you next time.